I'm not a recording, so... Okay, welcome everyone. Oh, okay, so we are up to Perek, Chelek Al, Perek Shlishi, Oiz Zion. So this here, I assume for those people who are familiar with Kabbalah, is probably a very often idea over there, but for, for those of us who are not, so when I saw this the first time, it came as a, uh, it was totally new. You know, again, I'll, the 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 turutzim that the Derech Hashem gives to some of the famous questions. So the turutzim are a chiddush, but the kashas we've heard before, and uh, the the way he combines certain concepts is new. But some of the parts of the concepts we've heard before. This idea, when I saw it, I had never heard anything remotely like it before. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but. Uh, uh, my impression is, is because we go with the Rambam, or, or the Olam goes with the Rambam, about what Olam Hab is going to be, which is just a neshama, and in which case this concept is not needed if you go with that Mahalach. But uh, by the Ramchal, this is a very, very, very central idea. In, not, he doesn't say it here, but he says it in Das Tfunis. He says that what he's about to describe is the main purpose of a neshama. It's the main thing that a neshama is, is what he's about to describe. Now, again, we, in one of the earlier shurim, we said that in order to test the chiddushkeit of something that you can hear, so the, the, a good way to do it is to say what you would answer beforehand. So I'm going to give everyone 30 seconds. No, I won't make it that long. Cause, uh, um, just think, in your head, why would you, how would you answer the question? What is the main thing that an neshama does? You don't have to. Doesn't grow. I don't know, but uh, what does it do for you? What, you know, what, what's its main pu'ula within a person? It's a positive pull. We're saying till now, that's the tzad. That's a tzad toy. That's a tzad toy. That's right. a, and, and that's positive energy. I mean, I, I would think most of us would say the main thing that Arashama does is make us be alive. No, slightly important point, right? When you take it out of the body, that's the body the is, is dead. That's not the point of it. Isn't that why, I mean... That's not the point. The point is... So it's not just to be, we would say, right, so a, 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 a child should say, Neshama makes you be alive. If he, then he understands that he has a Neshama without his death. But then I, that's, that's really a nefesh. An animal has a, a nefesh Bahamas that makes him be alive. And we have a nefesh Adamas, it's a, a higher nefesh that makes us be alive as humans. There's, then there's some other things that come from the Neshama. It gives us Seichel. It allows us to connect to Hashem. Um, it allows us to connect to Ruchnius. A, per, a person without a neshama would not be able to become a Navi. Uh, the guf does not have a propensity, it doesn't have the, the capacity to connect to Hashem in that way. So the neshama acts as a bridge between what, what you'd call our guf and the oilam ha-ruchni, so that while we're in this world, we can experience Ruchnius, that we can feel an uplift, that we can be inspired, that we can be, again, that it pulls us towards Ruchnis. These are all true. But the Ramchal is now going to say that there's another purpose of the Neshama, which is the main purpose of the Neshama. Although we do not feel, we do not sense, from, coming from the Neshama, any... Action upon the guf, zulas hachius, except for the fact that it it animates it with life, the and it gives it intelligence. Hine again, 
Now he's saying that those two things come from the neshama. Although animals have a intelligence and they have a life, but their life force and their intelligence is not the same as our life force and intelligence. We uh, 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 from anything else. A human is a different type of thing than an animal. Uh, before he starts making choices, the very fact that he can make choices the, um, arises from that blend of a neshama and a guf. But it, the neshama itself gives him a seichel that is different than the seichel of animals. It's not just on a, on a higher level. Out higher level, it, it's, you know, it, it, that's, a lot of that is, uh, is vanilla and chocolate. Um, you and most people, except, unless they go through years and years of training, cannot build a dam, and a beaver can build a dam. You'll say, so he, but he, by him it's instinctive, so he's still smarter than you. He's instinctively smarter than you are. And, and uh, um, bees have ways of communicating information that, uh, that, that navigating that we can't, we don't process that much. Um, and, and there's many animals can do in a specific Gavisalifin. We're very adaptable. We are much more uh, uh, widespread in the areas in which we express our intelligence than any other, um, than anything, than any animal. But again, that's just more of the same. It's not, and in certain areas, again, they, they outperform us as, even as far as intelligence is, is concerned in the areas that they specialize in. Um, the, when we talk about intelligence, we talk about a, a certain type of abstract thinking and not just problem solving, but in, uh, thinking about purpose of the world, thinking about um, why I'm here and this sort of thing, which uh, we have, would have no way of knowing if animals can do it or not. Um, however, Chazal are telling us that animals can't do it. So, that animals can't do it, right? And when you, if you ever see a cow looking thoughtful, that's not what he's thinking about, okay? He's thinking about something else. Um, so, there has to be a tachlis in you thinking those abstract thoughts. A human. Well, there doesn't have to be a tachlis. There should be a tachlis, but it doesn't have to be. It's an ability that we have. Hashem gave us that ability so that we can go think abstract thoughts about important things and make important yeah, decisions. Yeah, it out to the question, maybe the cows have those abstract thoughts. Yeah, so cows I'll say not. So, uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Even a human that has those abstract thoughts and do, does nothing with it. But he's still different than a cow. Cow can't have them. Cow doesn't have them. And, uh, and Adrava, it's why most humans do not act like cows. In other words, even most humans, when they don't fulfill their purpose, become destructive. Because they can't just sit around doing nothing until behind the Gadara, that wasn't really a possibility. Most people were driven to do something. So if they wouldn't do something constructive, they did things destructive. And they came up with a plan and a, and a this, and they're going to rule the world, or they're going to change the world, or save the whales. Hind, somehow, this is uh, obviously something with the Dar, with, the, with what our purpose is, it became a very big drive to do nothing. Um, and, and Namish nothing. And that's a, that's a talk of big problem. But it's, it's, a, it's a seeding of your human kindness. But anyways, that, this is what we see from the Neshama, that it makes us be alive, and it makes us be um, intelligent. Hine ba'emes yesh b'chuka, there is in the nature of a neshama a different purpose, a different facet, not just it makes things be alive. In other words, if you would take a beer can and you would put a neshama into the beer can, the beer can would become alive. That's what neshamas do. They make things be alive. And the beer can would be intelligent and start thinking about what is the purpose of being a beer can. If you would take it and put it into a shoe, so then the shoe would be alive. That's what neshamas do. It's, that's what happens when you attach a neshama to something. Obviously, we can't stick neshamas into things. 
But if you can, they come alive, right? If you take a lump of clay and you put an asham into it, so what happens? It becomes a, it becomes a golem. It becomes somewhat alive. Because that's what happens when you, okay, that's not mamish and ashama, but if you could do it, if you could put an asham into something, it would become alive. If you take someone dead and you do tchiyas and what do you do? You put an asham back into them and they become alive. That doesn't, you don't, you're not making them alive. You're just bringing the asham in, the asham makes them alive. The Neshama also does What Neshamas do is that they purify physicality. If, you, if this would be a Neshama, you'd put it on the table, the table would start to become spiritual. That's what Neshamas do. A chutz on the table would become alive, and the table would start to wonder why it exists. It would also start to become spiritual. That means if you take a Neshama, and you put it into a goof, the goof starts to become uplifted, and become a spiritual thing, and not to care about food, and not to care about sleeping, and not to need any of these things, and it becomes transformed from physical into spiritual. The chumroi, the, uh, so, so it, it purifies the actual physical item, and it's, of course, physical nature, it lifts it up level after level, until it transforms the physical object into something which is able to connect to Hashem and enjoy the pleasure of Alam Haba. Now, for the for this guf, in the case that he's talking about, because that's what it's put into the neshama, to go along with the neshama. And experience and experience the pleasure of the spirituality of Alam Haba. That means in Alam Haba, the, the, the goof is not just going to be there, it's going to be experiencing pleasure, similar, let's say, to um, if, if, if you're cold and you go into, or you're hot, and you go into a, a cool room. So there's a, a full body experience of the pleasure of coming into kuf instead of hot. So then. So that, similarly, the body will experience pleasure of being in Alam Haba, and the pleasure of basking in the light of Hashem, um, on a spiritual level, not a physical pleasure, it's going to experience a spiritual pleasure. Um, Alam Haba in this world? The, for Alam Haba, wherever, wherever Alam Haba will happen to be. It, yes, he does believe it's in this world, but, but it, uh, why not? That's what happened with Anavi. That's what happened with Hanayich. The case down here. That no, that, that, so he's going to get to that. That wasn't how it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. So, um, that's what Adam would have reached had he not done the Chet. His Neshama would have purified his Guf. Purification after purification. Until it would have reached the level of purity. And it would have been implanted forever in a, in a, in a um, everlasting, pleasurable experience of Ruchnis. Uh, obviously, although Neshama naturally does that, it was held at bay pending Adam HaRishan's decision. That means if he'll do what he's supposed to. So then, uh, you know, like when you buy some products that, that where the battery comes inside, so they say you have to remove this little piece of plastic because otherwise the, the product always is drawing out the battery. It sits on the shelf for five months. By the time you get it, there won't be any juice left in the battery. So they put a little piece of plastic, not much thin, that separates between the battery and the metal that, of, the, of the toy. 
And when you pull it out, automatically now the battery starts giving energy to the, to the product. So too, there was a tiny barrier that was keeping the neshama from doing what it's supposed to do to the guf, pending Adam's decision. And if Adam would have removed that tiny barrier, which is his sense of self, if he would have removed that, so then immediately his neshama would have done what it does to the body. It would have taken a, a hemshek of time. It wouldn't have happened instantly. That it just was jumf. The body would have slowly been brought up and brought up and brought up, but it would have been an inevitable process. There would have been no, uh, he would have immediately hit the point of no return, been launched into the Olam Haba trajectory, and continued moving upwards from there on uh, forever. This happens automatically without the Guf doing anything? Without the Guf doing anything. That's... In nice base, he speaks about the Mulchama, where if, if the Nishama's. Yeah, the, stronger, it's not the neshama. If, if the person, which is the bechira, chooses the neshama and allows it to, he holds on to the neshama, so the neshama overpowers. And other like he says there, it's, 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 it purifies the good. Right, and and the other way, has to the other way. But so is that the same kayak that he's discussing now? Yeah, but here now he's discussing it more particularly. There, he it wasn't clear what he's saying here. You could have touched up differently over there. Now he's being clear about it that this ha- it's an automatic thing. process. Yes, but that happens. Wasn't automatic. It's and and there also again there is such a process that happens even now while this process he's going to describe after the chet cannot happen. It's totally stopped. So this is v'kevon shechato adam rishon once adam rishon sinned nishtanu hadvarm shinagodol. So a tremendous change happened. V'hu that is kihine b'tchila originally. There were certain deficiencies in the Bria, the ones that Hashem wanted to be there, things that were not, full, that were not created fully and some to the point where they, were, where they were what we would call Tomei, and things which would pull away from Hashem, pull one away from Hashem. They were there because to the extent that was necessary, so that they present the environment of balance of good and evil that Adam was supposed to be in. So that he could create more shleimus by working, and by so doing, he, he good. So he would create a more perfect world. Omnam, that, but that was all there because Hashem put it there. Omnam al but through the sin of Adam, noisvay shall Adam. He added and increased, he increased the ones that were already there, and he added new ones that hadn't been there before, new problems in himself, and the entire Bria also. He polluted himself, and he polluted the Bria too. And he made it that those things which were Tomei before became more Tomei. And they pulled now more strongly away from Hashem. And they were harder to conquer, and harder to turn back to Kedusha. And in addition to that, he added in new problems that had never been there before. Plus, he made it more difficult to fix the problem than it had been before. Okay, so, so there's two things going on. First of all, well, two which are three. Number one is, he's made a change in the world, for the, for the worse, in himself, and in the world as well. Okay, so stand, there's, there's more, so to speak, more work to do. Instead of having to fix whatever was there, he now has to fix more. 
Addition to that, the work of fixing each individual problem became much harder. So to speak, the pull of gravity became stronger. Achutz from the fact that you have to move more boxes, the boxes became heavier to move. Why? Perish. Kihine batchila. You made a comment earlier that, that one of the chasrenas in, in other Rishon being chayta is that he brought him, that he, like that little plastic piece is, plastic piece is taking the, the, the zikh away. Right. But if that's exactly what the Abayda was, then he did have to involve the zikh in it. Yeah, no. What, what, what is that job? That job is to, to say that I accomplished it and not no, <laughs> no, no. The is the, the the whole zach is to say it's Hashem, it's Hashem. It's a, that's all Hashem. That's he is to not yeah. It, again, picture I'm, yourself as a as a window with a tint on it, and you have to peel off the tint, and that tint is the sense of you. So then, then I can't be reckoning that I was the one who did it. No, he didn't say that. That's Hashem. That's Hashem's Hashem. 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 Hashem wants it to be through you. But you, what, what should be through you? A bit, a bit of you should come through you. It's almost like a catch-22. Yeah, it's very difficult to do. And, 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 and the more a uh, picture, again, for us to feel like a nothing is, should be pretty easy because we're basically a nothing. But for a Godel to feel like a nothing is much harder. He actually has what to be Gaivedic about. And, and yet... He's supposed to be the big. So on one hand, it's true. You know, there's this act that the Alam says that, you know, um, what does it mean to be an honor when you're a very big tzaddik? So they say, because it means you understand that maybe if other people had your koichais, so they'll be bigger than you are. So first of all, I am choilek ba'atzam. I don't think that Gedolim compare themselves to other people. I don't think that. I think that's part of what being a God was, is you compare yourself to yourself, not to. Not to, you don't look down, you're looking up at Hashem. And the Anova comes not from saying, well, someone else could have done better than me. I'm uh, You know, I mean, most people don't do better than you. Right? And, and uh, what you hold, you have the greatest kaychas in the world. Most of them don't have, don't have the greatest kaychas in the world. And they know that there were guys in their shir who were not as good as them. And yet they outsteigged them. So if you're going to compare yourself to other people, you're going to become a Balgaga. If you're a God. So the Torah they don't compare themselves. They say, who cares what he did? What does that have to do with me? But am I doing what I need to do? That's part one. But, so then they say, so the, Klape HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Klape what, uh, the chiv that it is to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. That's, that's the second point. But that's also, I don't think, the focus. The focus is the whole avoidah it, is that they realize every time they feel good about themselves, that look what I did, they're like, yikes, that's a disaster. That's what I'm trying to avoid. I, I'm, we, on a, on a low madrega that we are on, which is, this is how our avoid is on this madrega. It's to try to be the best we can be. And to try to fight the Yitzhahara and to come out minatseach. And, and, and to be able to, so to speak, pat yourself on the back and say, look what a good job I did. Today was a good day. I can go to sleep honestly, knowing that I did my part. That's where we're holding. But we have to realize that G'dalim are fighting a totally different war. And their war, they've already, in, most, in many cases, they're past that specific challenge of should I or shouldn't I. 
And, and a, a, a tremendous amount of what their avoid is, is on Zichu Chamaisa. On how much is it about me? And Adarabba, they become another because that's what they're trying to become. They're trying to have it not be about them. They're trying to get to the point where it's no longer anything special when they serve Hashem. That it's, it's supernatural. And it, not, not supernatural. It's totally natural. And, and that it, it, it's just because what else am I supposed to do? And, and where, where they get to a point where the mitzvahs that they do to them fade into the background because of course, obviously, Right. Well, I, so I didn't, and, and we also experienced this. When you walk down the street and you pass an old lady, you don't say, "Wow, look at me! I didn't mug her." I could have, could have grabbed her thing. I can run faster than she can for most of us, and I, I, I can well, I certainly grab the, the pocketbook away from her. But, but um, I'm a tzaddik. No, we don't see that. It fades into the background. We don't that we don't notice. And, and let's say the thought would actually pass through your head as you walk by her. Maybe I should mug her. So, so when you, uh, you didn't, you controlled yourself, the feeling of controlling yourself would not give you any joy. You wouldn't walk around, look at me, mm-hmm, didn't mug, right? You would say, what the meshugan am I? I actually thought about mugging the old lady. I have money, I, am I crazy? So that's what, that is the life of a Godel in everything. When he sits down to learn, and he learns a beautiful Seder, and Mamish, Zmiyageya. So at the end, but at the end of this, but yeah, there was a, a time when he, he got shickled distracted by something. Right? Fire truck drove by, and he went, what? Whoa. Right? So when he finished that Seder, in his mind, he was a middle connecting to the most pleasurable, enjoyable, important thing in the world. The Dvar Elikim Chayim. He was finally getting a hold of life. And he was such a mashukinah. How long? I'm 90 years old. What do I care if a fire truck goes by? Am I a five-year-old that's still playing with fire trucks? That's how he feels about it. So like, wow, how does he not become Balgaivah? The end of the he wouldn't even understand the question that you're talking about. How do I not become a Balgaivah? What should I be a Balgaivah about? Well, Yenim doesn't learn as much as you. Of course he doesn't. He doesn't cop what it is. Whatever. He doesn't cop what it is. I cop what it is. Of course I don't. I learn. It's, ah, I would eat the whole Gemara if I could. Right? But I, I'm, I'm, well, what am I doing looking at the fire truck? It's crazy. It's crazy. The, the Rav said over this Misa, right? It's scary Misa. There was a, he said there was a, a Godel who was, was Mamish holding by dying. It was by his last breaths. And then the Oilam packed the, the room for Yitzhiz Neshama. Mamish sucked that all the air. Whatever. And, and 100 people in the room. And whatever, he pulled out of it. And so he told one of his chaverim, he says, I want to tell you, it was a scary zap, but when I was sitting there, mamish, <laughs> gasping for my last breath, which I thought was my last breath, what, what, you know what popped into my head? If this is how many people are here for Yitzhiz Neshama, imagine what the Levi is going to look like. Right, so you think, Lemaise, he pushed it away, it sounds like. So did he walk around afterwards? Look at that. He almost got me with guy, but I was able to... Okay, that would be good, but, but I'm not, uh, uh, he didn't think that. He's like, what type of craziness is this? I spent my whole life trying to get away from this stuff, and here I am at the end, and I see I'm still at the beginning. So there's a mokum for guy, but there's no mokum for guy. That's the, that's the khayra, the, the way it is with, with, uh, with good oil. So, so Adam Rishon, there is a mockery for him to do his avoider, but his avoider is to, to stop being so busy doing your avoider and, and let Hashem do his thing. 
and to make it clear that Hashem runs the world and that you're Meshuggah, which is what the Malachim look at you when you do an Avera, that's what they look at you. Right? There's a little video going, which is reality, and you walk over and you scratch yourself out. Whatever, you poke yourself out of the picture. Right? So for that, well, you're, you disappeared. That's what happens when you do an Avera. You cut yourself off from reality. So they're like, what did he just do? No, he didn't just do that. But that is what he just did. So to the Malachim, they don't get it. They're like, I don't know. I don't know what that was. That was craziness. They look at it as craziness. I mean, the, the, the Rambam writes, he asks that, um, how is it Shaykh that Adam Rishon, before he ate from the Eitz Das, he didn't have Das. He didn't have an understanding of Toi And, and um, through doing an Avera, he got the greatest gift that man has, the ability to mark between Toi and Ra. How is that possible? So the Rambam says, he says, Koydim he ate from the... Uh, Toiv and Ra is, is a, like a spectrum. There's Ra, and it gets less Ra, less Ra, less Ra, Pariv, Toiv, 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 act super Toiv. Uh, he says, before all the made from the Etzidas, there wasn't Toiv and Ra. There was Yesh and Ayin. There was things that are reality and things that are not reality. Eating from the Etzidas, non-reality. Not even from the Etzidas, that's reality, that's connected to Hashem. There was Emes and Sheker. And when he ate from the Etzidas, it's not called the Etzidas, the real name of it is the Etzidas Toivera. It's a knowledge of everything is good and bad. It's that everything is somewhere on the spectrum of good and bad. But, you know, bad is bad, but you hear, you can hear bad, it's just a bad choice. It's a choice, it's a bad choice. The choice to not be in existence is not a choice. That, that's idiocy. And that's how Adam originally perceived it. Adarabah, he was shocked. That's what he didn't chap. It's one of the things he didn't chap about when he ate from the Etzadas is what it would do to his perception. He thought there would just be more Sheker in the world which he would be able to reject. And he didn't realize it wouldn't become Sheker, it would become Ra. And it would, be, it would take on a reality that it never had before which is what he's describing in this paragraph here. What it did to Adam was that it became now a part of him. And it became, Ra became, in his mind, an alternative reality. And that's the experience that we live in, where Toiv is one reality, which I might want to choose, but then there's another reality. I choose Ra. You, Rabbi, you, you choose your way, and I have my way. We each have our choices. And... And Rabbi, when he hears that, should want to punch you in the face. Because what are you saying? How are you equating your choice with my choice? Right? My choice is the choice to be. And your choice is the choice to not be. That's not a choice. That's like, oh, some people choose life and some people choose suicide. Again, I, we are not, not picking on people who choose suicide because they're, they're, they're choylem. But that isn't, that's not a choice that, that someone who's not a choylem would make. It's not a valid option. It's a ceasing to choose. And the only thing that can make someone know, the only thing that can make someone choose that is that existence becomes so painful, they just want to not. But it's not a choice to be something. Suicide is not a choice to be, ceasing to exist is not a choice to be something. No one who's just in uh, um, straight, uh, in the middle place, not in terrible pain, says, let me think this through. I could live. Or not. If I live, you know, it has its milas. But it takes a lot of work. Got it to eat. Eh, I don't know. Not worth the effort. 
Not worth the... No one... L'chayra... No one commits suicide because it's not worth the effort to live. It may be too painful. That's a different story. So that's, again, they have to escape the pain. But, but as a choice, it's not. Yet some people, there are people, this I hear, right? They say, you know what, Rabbi, I, I hear you saying, I, you, you're describing a life that can be pleasurable. Koilo, whatever, a life dedicated to Torah. Good, maskin. But there's other pleasurable lives also. I choose that. Why? Right now, I, I'm more noited to the, the joy of playing video games and, and whatever else there is. So why should I change myself? And, you know, who says I'm going to ever achieve that level of proficiency to enjoy that? I'll stay with what I'm good at. And people consider that to be a real choice. Even though it's not. That's the same, that is the same choice. And that's a non-choice. If a person says, Rebbe, every time I open the Gemara, it mamish is so painful to me. I run away from it. Okay, good. So I, I understand why you're running away. You're not choosing to be that. You're running away from this. No, I hear. Maybe it's an immature choice. It's a bad choice. But I hear what you're doing at least. But a person who flat-footed chooses a, a life of non-existence to life of existence should be ridiculous. And yet, for us, it's very much not. It, it, even when we, Baruch Hashem, are well on the path to, to, to generally choosing right choices, it remains a strong pull for most people. They're always pulled back in that direction. For anyone who's familiar with Tanya at all, the level that he calls Benini, which uh, Rabbah held that he was still on that level, is a person who never does Averis, or as soon as he does, does Shuvah right away. And, and he, he's, he has his Ra, his Yetzar, his Mamish under his control. But it's always there lurking. And if he ever lets his guard down, Whoosh! It rears its ugly head and schleps him back, and and and, and, and that's the way it is. A person, mamish, uh, uh, fights this battle to, uh, in most cases till the end of his life, and and that was accomplished by Adam eating from the tzedakah. So so back uh, moving back along. And so so he first of all he was nusraba chisaron in himself. He was nusraba chisaron in the bria. And he made it harder to fix. Why? Perish. Kihine. Batchila originally, Hoyunika loy lotzes minachisarn, ha mutva boy. It was easy for him, relatively easy, to overcome the chisarnis that were in himself. In other words, for the chseichel to overcome the guf was easy. Uliknois ha shlemis and to acquire shlemis. Shekak sidra chachma yonis adorm, because that's how Hashem set it up. According to what is good and fair. Mankind was not the, the cause of the evil that was in the world. He was not the cause of the evil that was in himself. Right? That's what was created. So it is fair that with a small amount of effort, just turning away from it, that should be enough to, to push it aside forever. That would have been fair. Now... Ramchal seems to be describing a very easy um, avoida for Adam Rishon. Uh, thus, stating the question, why did he fail it? Um, we understand, we, we discussed what his failure was, and where his mistake happened. But if it was easy, why did he fall to it? Um, so, we, we spoke about it once before. Um, there, there's, there's easy in, in how strongly the Yitzhar is fighting against you. But then there's a, the, it may be very difficult in the oimik um, of chilik that you have to make between good and bad. 
In other words, the difference between the rightness of his decision, to eat from the Ezidas, and the wrongness of his decision, although we're putting it down very obviously, was, uh, is, was very dachistic. And it could have been right. And really, the only thing that made it wrong is that the motivation for it was, was coming from himself. Now, if he would have identified that that's the motivation, then the end, what's motivating me to make this choice is not to bring out greater hisgalos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but to bring out a greater hisgalos of Adam Rishon, so then it would have been easy for him to say, oh, I'm never going to do that, for sure not. But it, it, it took a, a level of, uh, of eon, of struggle to reach down to the roots of what is motivating him, that that struggle is probably equal to the struggle of every Nisoyen that has happened since then. In other words, in order for Adam Arisham to properly perceive what was going on, he would have had to put in the work of every Nisoyen that has happened since that time. But once he reached that point, pushing him aside would have been very easy. Okay? Um, so... Uh, without which he removed himself from the bad, the Yifna would have turned towards good, so he would have achieved it right away, the leaving behind of all deficiency, and acquiring perfection. However, when he did his Avera, oh, we're going till 10 o'clock, right? Yeah, no, it's all well, okay, no, I'm just giving uh, Sha'al Yodai since now, through himself, Mr. Hashlemus Yoisimishoisa, the Shlemus became more hidden than it was before. Vinisura Abu Akasuranis, and more Chasurans were created than before. Vahayu, who had Goyim roll Atzmai? He's now the cause of that Ra'an himself. Hine Loye Oid Kol Kakal. It's no longer fear anymore that it should be so simple. To remove it from yourself. Now you made it up. It's your fault that it's a part of you. Now you have to rip it out. Right? If, you know, if you stuck it on, you have to get it off. And, and, it's not as easy as it was when it was Hashem who made you that way. Rather, now that it's made by Adam Rishon himself, it becomes much harder. Kamash Zacharti, the Kol and certainly Shebehechrech, that it's a force. Hishdad Lusoi Shemitzach Ata Lihagiyah Leshlemos Hinehu Kafel. So the the work that has to be done is um, multiplied. It, it doesn't not just double. Ki Yitzdorech Tchila. First of all, Sheyoshva Adam VaOlam El Hamatzav Shahayu. First of all, he has to get it back to the way it was originally. Before he sinned. And after he does that, he's still not done. Because now he's just back to the purpose of the world. is to make the original first choice. And she's... To come to the level of Shlemus which mankind is supposed to reach. So, again, there, there's, there's um, three, let's, three issues that are going on. Number one is... Or three, four... Number one is, three, which are four. Number one is that he has made a problem. He's worse than he was before. Number two is the world is worse than it was before. So that's one A and one B. 
Number two is that the, the, the pull of evil, there's more resistance to changing because now it's our fault. So it's now fear that it's harder to change things. There's more inertia to change than there was before. And it's not enough just to turn away from it. A person has to actively rip it out of themselves and remove it from themselves, the evil that's there, which wasn't the case before. And number three is that there's a double avoider to do. Because even after all the work and a person spends 120 years of their life you know, fixing all these problems, and finally, oh, we got it there. They're like, okay, now go do your job. Like, what? <laughs> right? The job is to fill the bucket with water. All of them came and smashed the bucket into tiny little splinters and then burnt them. So we have to go collect all the dust from the whole world and somehow get it back into splinters and then paste all the splinters together and nail them back into a bucket. And when you finish all that, you're like, here, I did it. I'm like, yeah, now go fill it with water. So you still have that job to do. We're just, we're not even there yet. We're not even holding by that part. So, so the job is... How are we allowed to judge other Baratians in that sense if it's Pachlal not in our wheelhouse? What do you mean by judge? This is our reality right now. Right. So we're Pachlal not me of that. Right. To say that we even understand that. No, we don't. Well, we're saying the words. We don't understand what we don't understand what we don't understand what the matzav is like. That to have no drive within ourselves towards Ra, we have so, no such experience. So, so also says, if you can ask, was it a bad thing? Other missions failed. So we, we again, Adam, Adam to a not certain extent himself, didn't hold so. Adam to a certain right. extent didn't hold so, and, and Lamaisa, the whole world history, with all the kiddush Hashem that's happened throughout world history, is all within the chet of Adam Rishon. So Which he's going to talk thing. about here. So maybe it's a good thing. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, again, the Rambam says that it was, it was destined to happen. There was going to be something like that. We weren't, we well, weren't going to remain so in that mindset. Saying, so to call it a chet, that's what I mean. Yeah, but, like, uh, how are we able to judge on the ritual? Because Hashem calls it a chet. <laughs> that's how. Because Hashem calls it a chet. So we have to understand that on, a certain, on some level, it functioned with a mechanism that is negatos. And, and that is the mechanism that we described is that is negatos. In a certain way, that does apply to us, although usually only on, on later on in our, you know, our voida when we reach those madrigas. But on a lower level, it applies to us also. That uh, when a person, you know, on, on a gross level, when we find that there's a tremendous amount of self aggrandizement going on in our voida and, and there's a tremendous focus on just what, what, what does this do for me, to realize that that's not, that, that needs work and you need to get rid of that. And that's not that, that creates a tremendous impurity in the avoda, and uh, again, it's on one hand, it's very hard to talk about these in yonim because on one hand, you just let's serve Hashem, okay? You know what? Uh, like, whatever, uh, you know, uh, it's so hard to serve Hashem. Whatever you can chap chap, and and if you're doing it shaloy l'shma and and in order to grandize yourself and everything, good. At least you're serving Hashem, which is true, but. It, it's also a, it's a path that leads to nowhere. You're climbing up a tree that you're going to eventually have to come down. And it's like at a certain point, a person has to say to himself, Ad Masai, how long am I going to keep using uh, um, Gaiva as the crutch that keeps me going? When, when I, it's not just that I have to eventually learn to walk without that crutch. Every step I took with that crutch, I'm going to have to walk back. 
And now it's true. It's, it, at the beginning, it's the only way to get your legs strong enough to walk. But, 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 but you're, going, you're walking in the wrong direction. It's, it, 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 it's like, again, let's say there was a, a child born. And, and you know that what he has to do in his life is climb that mountain. Right? But there's no way you're going to train him first to climb mountains. He has to first learn how to walk. So, so there's a, a plane over here. So you tell him, okay, walk. And he's, he's walking, and he, but he's walking away from the man that he has to climb. You're teaching him how to walk. There's no other option. But, but eventually, you're going to have to say, okay, now turn around and go back. Undo everything you just did and now climb the mountain. And that's really what we're doing when we do that. And I don't know the answer. I don't know at which point uh, in my job as a rabbi, I'm called to make these type of decisions all the time. And as Kielu, I have the ability to, to and I, I have to advise people you know, and they come in, they say, Rebbe, you know, I, I, I learned today and I feel very, I feel very gaivetic about it. What am I supposed to say? Well, bad boy. Or, excellent, good, that's exactly how you should feel. So, it, the reality is that they're all holding with that's exactly how you should feel. And other Abba, you know, do it a little bit more and pat yourself on the back a lot to the point that, that you love it so much that you can't think to go a day without getting that sort of high of... of of having everyone look at you and go, psh, 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 look how he learns. Because that will be able to learn a lot. But, Doi got Daimi, you know, we went with that his whole life, and he eventually took him out of Elam Haba, because he never got over it. And it's a, it is a problem. It's not just like, eh, it's not so good. It's Moz. The Lashonis that Lashil Sharm uses on someone who serves Hashem without a Hava, he says, Nim Eses and Mito Eves. I think that's Lashonis. In the Hakdam of Mizoshan. It, it, now, in, in Tahara itself, when he describes it, he says, he says whatever, it's, it's, not, it's not the best, it's not the worst. It's necessary, but, but it's, it's, it's mos be'etzen. It's mos be'etzen. And it's, it's, it's a big stira uh, conflict in Arabic Hashem is to understand that this is something that does need to be worked on. And therefore, it behooves us to spend as little time as possible on the Shaloy stage, or at least that, the Groba Shaloy stage. Try to get on to the next level where like, people will call you rabbi. Or, okay, that's also kind of, I don't know, whatever, taiva, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, but something, intellectual stimulation, I don't know, but, but it, it, like, there's maizim that they have you know, in Hasidim, this, this point, these points are stressed a little bit more. Uh, I, 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 again, I'm not here to be... I, I can't be choylek on every, anyone. Anyone. But I find that in the, in the yeshiva veld, so the, the words... We discussed this once at the beginning of this year. Uh, we're not holding on that madrega. Are thrown around. Not just thrown around. It's like the response to everything. We're not holding by any madregas. So all we do is we, you know, we learn and do mitzvahs, and anything that's more than that, we're not holding by that. So no one's ever holding by anything? Why not? Then something's wrong. Why are we never holding by anything? When does a person actually become an Oyvid Hashem who serves Hashem with the Hara of the Kedusha? And when do you start moving up the rungs in the Mitzvah Shashan? So by the Balat Moser, it wasn't that way. These, the, 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 you, at some point you were expected to start holding by certain Madregas. And, and Rav Vigner Miller in his books, he writes about it. I call them books just because they're in English. Svarim, he writes about it, there's a person, and that's a good place to start, is there's an Indian of Hatznei Lachasim Hashem a person should take one good thing that he is makbid to only do in private. And that no one else in the world, not his wife, not his rabbi, not his chavrusa, should know about it. He, and he does, when other people are there, he doesn't do it. It's not something that's a chiv. 
saying that's a dvarishus, so they can skip it when other people are not when other people are around and hide it from anyone. And it's just there between you and Hashem. Now, I'm not I'm not patting myself on the back here. I've tried and failed at this many times. It is not shaykh what massive Yitzhahara and the wonderful excuses you get, especially when you're Rebbe, to let people know about the one thing you do that you don't do and you don't tell anyone. And and that's how it is, you know. I don't tell anyone, but and that's it. And, and now you just, that's the end of it. it was, the whole value it had was that you didn't tell anyone, and you just lost all its value. But and and then to start again, there's an avoid of branching off and, and a person hide, trying to hide what the madriga is. Now, the the Mishnah Berurah says right at the beginning that if there's other people around who are going to learn from you, so to a certain extent, you shouldn't hide yourself. Right, the 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 Salanter, his Talmudim came to him. Well, his Talmudim came to him and they asked him. They said, "There's a certain person. He's a, they found that he's a nister. So they want to know if they should follow him and observe his ways." So Rabbi said, "No, you shouldn't, because it's so posh that in this door you can't that you have to try to influence people for good, and you don't have a right to be a nister. That if the guy's a nister, it's because he understands that he cannot function." With people watching him, and he'll just be such a bad So then, how could you do that to him? You're gonna, you're gonna ruin his life. So you can't follow him. The altar of Kelm said on the Rabbi Sol, Originally, Rabbi Sol, he, he spent time practicing to daven extremely quickly and with all the kavanas arizal, and and to be able to daven at full speed, regular balabatish speed, with all the what, I don't know kavanas, whatever kavanas he wanted to have, and to, to, he he started memorizing shas. So that he should be able to chazer without svarim in front of him, so he could sit without svarim. And at some point, he decided that uh, you can't be a nister in this dark. So, so uh, the author of Kelm said, people think he, just, he changed his mind and decided not to be a nister. So he didn't. He just decided to take a, a more difficult avayda is to be an open nister. That means everything we saw about him was what he felt was important to show the dark. Oh, but there was so much more there that was that was taka. Muster. Uh, even if a person feels that the oil could learn from them, so good. So there's what the oil could. So have more in the tank. That the not everything. You don't have to show everything. And there should be zakhin that a person has that he doesn't talk about and he doesn't know about and other people don't know about. And it's between him and Hashem. And at least then he could start the process of of serving Hashem without gaiva and serving Hashem without. The crutches that are not just crutches, but they're 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 radioactive crutches that are pulling him down. Okay.